Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Variety Sports Network, Football from Across the Pond, episode 11. Nice to welcome back uh, Johnny and Craig and Sam, the, the regulars now. They're starting to come in and, and be the regular faces. And we've got a, a new person joining us today. We've got Sean, who's come along to talk Colts. We kind of thought it would be appropriate to get you on board, Sean. Yeah, I'm, I'm to be here. I just wish that... So thanks for having me. Though also, yeah, it just is not the ideal time for this. But there we go. <sighs> what, a, what a season. What a season you're having, and Johnny Go. Is that embarrassed? He's not got a picture, and that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was told I that I don't have a face for, 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 for radio or television, so let's you, you welcome, is what I'm saying. <laughs> You'll thank us all for it later. So, Sean, yeah. just I mean, from your point of view, just what is going on at the Colts? I mean, dropping the guy that you kind of brought in specifically. Yeah, hearing stories of a, a bruised or a, a dodgy shoulder, but going completely past falls and straight to Erlinger? I think. Well, oh, no, no, not really, because I think all, all season, I mean, I think the problems with Matt Ryan are, are well documented in the respect of how many fumbles he's, uh, he's been coughing up and how many interceptions he's been throwing, really. I think that uh, when you look at sort of the, the cult of the season, I think that. By Britain, it would be a guy who could, um, if not necessarily take them all the way to the title, then certainly you know sort of make them competitive again. Which I think is not, you know, after the disappointment of the of the Carson Wentz um, era at the end. Certainly, I think they were sort of looking for some sort of you know provide sort of like some semblance of, of high level quarterback play. And on and on paper, it seemed like a, a decent a decent move at the time. I was quite encouraged by it, and then. It just hasn't come off that way. I do think there have been mistakes, though, and I think that now, if you're Frank Reich and if you are um, Chris Allard, I think now you've got to be a little bit worried for your own positions. Um, mm-hmm. I think that by, I, I think even the way this has been handled, um, you know, I, I'm not necessarily against the decision. I do find it a big statement to be like, yes, we're, we're going to say that this guy never played before at the NFL level is now our callback for the rest of the season. So it's a big decision. Um, and we'll see how it plays out, but I think it's it. It's a hail mary, Sean. That's what it is, eh? Yeah, it does seem that way, doesn't it, Craig? I mean, I know, as I say, we're hearing that Ryan's got a duff shoulder or whatever else, but surely, mm-hmm. as you say, that the head office and the front office could have handled it a little better. You know, we're resting Ryan; his shoulder's not great. We're, we're putting Erlinger in or whatever else. They didn't have to go from that to he's our guy for the rest of the season he's you know i thought they could have certainly done it a little more subtly than that yeah i mean because if if ryan's shoulder is injured then you don't have you know you, you can just say you can make the change without really having to say it. and then you can see how how erlinger does <clears throat> and i think that now what they've done instead is the sort of put i mean i know that some fans are very good for it and i can understand why because he's a young guy he's i guess it's the you know the sort of um, the new, it's the new shiny it's, toy, it's the it? shiny new thing. But he's, he's, there's a reason that he went in the in the fifth round, and there's a reason he hasn't played very much or at all so far in his, his NFL career. So it's a big decision, and I, and I haven't really solved the underlying problems, which is that the offensive line has been, especially when you consider how much money has been poured into it. I think that now it's. You know, I really, really think that Frank Reich is certainly in a in a bit of a dodgy position because I mean he's, you know, he had Philip Rivers who he vouched for, and then Philip Rivers only lasted one season, which forced the team into another move. And Carson Wentz came in; he'd worked with him before, and that just did not really with the results that they wanted us towards the end of last season, which was so disappointing. And then this the brought in Matt Ryan, they've been so sufficiently encouraged by what he did in preseason that they restructured his contract and you know, which increases the cap hit for Nick. And it and it's been I mean, there's, there's not really any other way that you can say it. like they just don't real threat in, in the sort of 
its own. I mean, they're struggling even to get there, and really, that is that is a massive problem for a team that came into the season with you know big big postseason ambitions. Mm. And it's, especially as you say, with JT at the background, you know, you'd have thought everything was set up at the end of last season with a good team. All you needed was that sort of level of quarterback play that would, you know, elevate you slightly more than what you had before and you should really push on. But JT's not really caught fire or, or is getting the yardage. As you say, the, the offensive line is possibly not performing if you've beaten up players. But, you know, Sam and I have had this conversation. Everyone here has got an offensive line that just underperforming it seems and it doesn't it seems to be a across the net across the NFL that offensive lines are struggling so I think JT not producing for them is highlighted Matt Ryan's you know the need for Matty to to throw the ball around a bit more than possibly needed to and is that highlighting maybe the, the, the failings and highlighting his limitations and and you know from quarterback play I know all about limitations and ceilings trust me <laughs> well, I, I, I think the problem comes back to the fact that the team also, its identity is sort of, it, it's a team in a weird sort of offensive flux in particular, which is is concerning. But I mean, obviously coming at the season, everyone thought taking up the star again uh, and in uh, and even Dion Jackson, you know, that's, that's a pretty effective trio of running backs there. And, you know, I mean, Pittman was projected to make a, a leap forward the season at least um, weeks. But if your offensive line's letting your quarterback get smashed every week and you know, this again, I really can't read enough, there's been so much money poured into it and it looks like the you know, the like you know, the cut up a nosebleed and sort of thing. Mm. Sort of think how how are going to fix this because they went from a sort of a, a team that was going to run the ball a lot at the start of the season. I think after the Chiefs game in particular, where they to look and sort of pass the ball, and you sort of think, well, why why are they changing in stand? But when you think about the Colts have sort of been built around, you know, it doesn't look like the grand plan. It doesn't look like the you know to use a sort of British football, it doesn't look like there's a lot of there. It looks like they're just scrambling to find something that works. And in a way, that actually is a perfect metaphor for how they've approached the quarterback position in the past couple of years. Like, the, 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 it feels like it's all of it and not really like piece of really. the rubbish one, Sean. That's what they're doing. <laughs> it's, it's almost, I think, as someone says, you know, they're almost like trying to find pieces. They haven't got a long term strategy, they haven't got a long term goal. They don't know what their, you know, identity is. And so they're, they're kind of like chopping and changing. And it's like, oh, Matty Ryan's available, consequences available, let's plug him in and see. It's almost like they're trying things out to see things, which maybe you'll find the right one. Maybe you'll find one that plugs in and fits, but it doesn't sound like they've got a, a strategy and you know the philosophy or whatever else. At least you know other teams have gone out. If they, you know, the Jags, for example, they went out. They went Trevor Lawrence. They went. That's the guy. No matter what, and they, you kind of know that's where the Jags are going. Whereas the Colts, you're like, what? Who's who's going to be next? Basically, you know, you've got Erlinger. Is he going to last the season? Do you then go out and get? Who's, who's I mean, there's, the there's, there's, there's Nick Foles who's still on roster as well. I mean, there's, there's Nick he just Foles. got completely overlooked, didn't he? So, which I mean, he's now the back. You sort of think, well, what happens if Erlinger is, you know, if he does play a fifth round pick who hasn't played a game before? Like, it, it's a funny one because I think the team is, as as Reich pointed out in his post post game press conference, they are still three, three, and one, and he. Yeah, weird, and and so it's a, it's a bit of a funny one because they're not in theory out of the divisional picture, but you just can't see them actually. Even as they've got into the playoffs, you know they'd just get smashed because you know. I mean, fine, they beat the Chiefs, but like, uh, th- there's no sign of any real sort of progress there in terms of like. I, I don't know how now you sort of really can sort of. I, I would be surprised. Gonna have to say that again, Sean. We lost like, you. you know. Oh, sorry. So I wouldn't be surprised if now trade. And I mean, if you're Stefan Gilmore, for example, right? Can you hear me now? You look as if you can't. Yeah, you're, you're breaking in and out. It's a bit tricky too. Uh, they can both phone call, aren't they? 
I mean, yeah, like I would not be surprised if they look to to trade some some guys on the team. Um, you know, the likes of Stefan Gilmore, um, you know, a guy who's brought in as to be a shutdown corner and who really is a, a player who has done quite well this season. I mean, the defense hasn't actually been too bad. It's you know they haven't perhaps produced the turnovers that one would hope for, but I mean, what more can they do? Like really, I mean, hmm. they they didn't let the Titans score a touchdown on off last weekend and we by nine points nine points like at that point you just have to accept it's it's it's, it's it's broken it's somewhere just, isn't it it's, yeah it's, it's because, to say about will they trade away their big names because obviously the panthers are kind of fire sailing most of their big players away and is this you know who's is it the race for the better picks now that between a number of teams it's interesting, yeah, because the Colts, as you say, three, three, and one. It's not, a, it's not the worst record. You're still kind of in and there, but you don't kind of see them actually. You, you see them kind of keeping ground. So you're going to win one, lose one, win one, lose one, and be kind of maybe just under the five hundred at the end. Is that going to be enough for a playoff place? And do you want to be anywhere in that situation with the current flux of players? It's a bit of a doomed situation, really, because unless they, uh, with uh, Jim Irsay, the owner, is not going to accept sort of just completely throwing in the towel. He just he just doesn't seem that sort of guy. And then you've got a situation there instead, though. Now, even if they did lose, even if they did sort of make a concerted effort to lose, they've still probably got, you know, too much talent on the team to lose. So they're going to be a situation where they're probably going to come in the middle, middle of the first round they're going to be a quarterback there. I mean, you mentioned Trevor Lawrence before. going to get a Trevor Lawrence player in the middle of the first round, right? What do you do yeah, in that situation? It's, you know, it's you're either then looking to trade away to find another one to plug in for, you know, but then, as you say, you've already got some restructured contracts. You probably know at some point you're probably still paying for Carson Wentz to turn up this week and probably beat you guys at home, which will probably just rub salt in the wound as well. Oh yeah, that best one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry to remind you on that one, Sean. I just oh, <laughs> yeah. I went well, it uh, out actually. It'll be Trevor yeah. oh, He's out with his finger oh, right. Yeah, so, on AR, so you got away with that one at least, I suppose. And you, you, well, do, you do know that uh, you do know that when they come back, they're very much uh, you know they've got a, a a chip on their shoulder, and they do tend to to give it their Sunday best, shall we say? Yeah, they do tend to step it up against the team that traded them away or only given them one year to try or whatever else, isn't you? So, yeah. It, yeah, you're probably slightly better off not having Vince there. But it'll be interesting to watch if they go the route of the Panthers and start to kind of rebuild and look to rebuild with draft picks and, you know, start collecting some draft picks because obviously the Panthers have gone down that road, saw that they were also trying to ship Brian Burns but asking for a couple of first-rounders for him. So, obviously... Mm-hmm. We were out of the runnings for that one, Sam. Obviously, the um... <laughs> sorry, Sam's just double double joined. Hang on, I'm trying to work out what he's trying here. I think it's a race. I think it's a race in the West, is it not? A race to see who can have the least draft packs in the West. Yeah, we just give them all away. Nobody wants drafts. Well, apparently, we're wanting um, Brian Burns. Apparently, so that'll be interesting to see if we actually go for him. What you would even offer for him, as you say, your first, your first, first round pick is not until twenty twenty-five. Yeah. So yeah, no. will the Panthers take that? I'm sure there'll be other teams out there that will offer next year's first round for him. He's a good player. Yeah. Then everyone thought that McCaffrey was going to go for a, a couple of firsts or a first at least, and only went we got for him. a second, third, fourth, and a fifth. Is it something all, yeah all most of our all all of our picks but then we you wait we still get nine we still have nine picks next year because hmm. most of the things that we shipped for cmc were compensatory picks for all the head coaches that we're losing so you know it's, most of it so it's like in and out and it's like well in the end it didn't really cost us that much because you know some she of the compensatory picks that come back yeah six hundred ninety thousand dollars i mean it's barely touches the cap. It's you know, it's, it's a it's a win-win so far. He looked good. He looked good on Sunday when he came in. He, he you know, I think he, he averaged like nine yards a touch. You know, he, he gave the spark. 
just the rest of the offense could keep up with him and couldn't get in the end zone. And, you know, you've got to score field goals against the Chiefs when the Chiefs are playing as well as they were this week. I mean, yeah. they they toyed with the San Francisco defense. They made us look average. Um, and just the, everything they did just seemed to work. You know, the third and 20 screen pass that went for 40 yards or something, you're like, oh, come on. But it, it, when, when, when they're playing that well, not many players, not many teams will touch the, the Chiefs. I mean, I mean, I mean the fact that Miko Hardman managed to get, was it two touchdowns in the end? I mean, three. Three. three, three, three. I mean, two rushing, one throwing, one, one receiving. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to get that many touchdowns. <laughs> Let's be honest. Anywhere. Anyway, well, I've got I've got my, my bench everywhere. I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was definitely a bench scorer for lots of people. This season. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know Juju Juju went off. He had a day. He had like over 130, 140 yards against us. We couldn't we could not stop a third down. We just looked no. bereft of ideas. And as soon as it didn't even matter if it's third and two or if it's third and seven or third and twenty, we just could not stop the third downs. And you can't give you can't give Mahomes. And that offense, that sort of time on the ball, and that ability to get up to a rhythm and speed, because they just you know, just made us look, as I say, just made us look average. Which, okay, a few of our defensive starters were coming back and were working their way back in, but you didn't expect it to be a blowout to that sort of proportion. And they could have easily scored a lot more. I mean, thankfully they dropped their bloody backups in in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, it could have been even worse. Yeah. I mean, the, the problem you're going to find, I mean, the problem that it highlighted is, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I do think that the Niners do now have a potentially good chance of getting to the Super Bowl, you know, give or take what happens with injuries and, other, and, and mm-hmm. you know, whether Jimmy G decides to actually turn up in games. Um, For a whole game. That, you know, that that's worrying to see that, you know, the Chiefs can do that to you. The Bills did what they did to the Rams. I mean, it's, the AFC is looking incredibly strong, and you, I mean the fact that we're you're looking at probably Niners or maybe the Eagles are the two teams that are probably going to be challenging as the NFC team. Johnny's going to have a, something to say about that. <laughs> no, not really. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not that dark, yeah. But it is, it is what you say, Sam. It does seem like the Chiefs and the Bills are up here. You know, the rest of the AFC are in there, and then the NFC. The NFC seems a weaker conference this year i, I don't know if it's by, just by the teams. Way, like, it does seem yeah. like a completely different to definitely like two conference two step and, and even in the afc as i say i think the chiefs and the bills are a level above when they all click sean's sitting there thinking hey we beat the Chiefs," and it's like exactly <laughs> so you the colts beat the chiefs on, on one week which is the, the joy of the nfl you know it's like anybody anybody can beat anybody but when the two, when the good teams click it's like that's what you've got to get to as you say sam that's what if the Niners and you know, and maybe maybe the Packers, Craig, will give you, we'll throw you a bone here, but no, you don't need to. Don't need because I don't think you guys, are, don't think guys, you're looking very good this year. But, you're in the country, you know, that, yeah, well, first of all, yeah, but <laughs> that's harsh, Johnny. But I like it. It's good. Sorry, with, their, with, their, with their receiving core, they wouldn't catch anything. Um, but yeah, you're right. That, that step two, that is what you will need if you can get through the NFC and you get through the NFC Championship game. You're then going to have to make quite a big step up in you know, class and, and the way you coached games and the way everything has to work. You have to have a perfect game yeah. against those two teams before you're going to have a chance. You know, we, we 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 kept with them at the beginning of the Chiefs. We kept, but, you know, we went in the end, we went in their red zone four times. We came away with three field goals and interception. They came in our red zone and scored four touchdowns. It's mm. like, yeah, That's you, you have yeah. to, you have to get your seven against them when you have the opportunity. But I mean, this this is what I've been saying about like when chatting with sort of other Niner fans and and various people. It's the one thing that I think is always. It doesn't matter whether you have CMC, whether you have Debo firing or if your quarterback isn't good enough, you will not win the Super Bowl. And that that's mm. the way I see it. I mean, it, I know that people say you don't always need a good quarterback, but Jimmy G's done it once, didn't win the Super Bowl. Jared Goff got there, didn't win the Super Bowl. And you think then they're, they're two not good they're not good quarterbacks, but then you look at you know all the other quarterbacks that have won over the recent years, and mm-hmm. Mahomes has got one, Brady's got you know too six. many. <laughs> like it's it's those it's those ones that show, it's that that's when you need your quarterback in those massive games, and mm-hmm. I think that's where you know I think that the the Niners are going to fall down if they do get there, and that's mm-hmm. the and I think any to be honest I think most teams. 
in the in the NFC. I think anyone who gets there, I think they're going to struggle. For, I mean, for me, it's one of those ones where um, see whoever gets here from the NFC, they've had an easy run. See who gets here from the AFC. They're maybe going through the Ravens and then they're going through the Bengals and then they're going through the Chiefs or the Bills. Or, you know, they've beaten each other up. Whereas, and I, for me, this is kind of a role reversal from the Patriots dynasty when it was all yeah. the Patriots getting there. And the AFC was terrible and the NFC kept beating each other up and they began to the suit. Whoever got crawled their way to the Super Bowl got beat by the Patriots because the Patriots were nice and fresh and they had a wee spin round the South, you know, against Jacksonville and Tennessee in the playoffs and won by 20 points each game and then they're walking in fresh as a daisy, you know? And I think yeah. that's seen the role reversal from that now in the sense of the, the AFC were getting all their early picks then and that's them now building their way up and the NFC are suffering from, from being so good at that time. Could be, exactly. And, you know, it's the... the the peaks and troughs or, you know, the cycle that is the NFL, you know, worst teams get good picks, good yeah. good picks become good players, worst teams get better and, you know, it balances out. But yeah, you're right, you know, the AFC were constantly always getting, you know, top end of the first round picks and now they're at the situation where that strength is coming through and, you know, and it's like, oh, they'll be battle-hardened for the Super Bowl but the flip side of that is they'll also be beaten up for the Super Bowl and they'll be yeah. they'll have had to have gone through some really tough games and maybe whoever gets at the NFC and at the moment, as you say, it's the Eagles, Giants and then how mm. many seven <laughs> from the rest? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. who else? You're looking at, I think, probably what? I think you're looking at the Cowboys will get probably get there. Yeah. Because that division is... Yeah, yeah you, you'll get, you'll have obviously the, the the Eagles unless they have a complete capitulation. The Eagles will be there. I think the way that the NFC is going, I think the Giants will definitely be there. Someone's going to win the South. Not that it, nobody seems to want it. Oh, yeah. I know. You know, no one really wants it in the NFC in the NFC West. We're offering it up to the Seahawks now. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we've we've got them this week, so we'll see what happens. But. <laughs> Just say one's going to run all over them, let's be honest, because they can't stop. Yeah, but then Kenneth Walker will run all over us. It could be like a 300 rushing yard game for each of them. (laughs) And five passes between us. To the running backs, probably. Or Daniel. Yeah, it it does seem, it does really. Yeah, and and as you say, but then, you know, taking that to the nth degree there, Johnny, if you get to the NFC Championship game, it's Daniel Jones. Do you really think Daniel Jones can hold up against Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes? Uh, yeah, oh, you know, probably Lamar. not, but the, the, the giant the giants are good at keeping the ball. Okay, and they'll they'll do little bits and they'll they'll hold the time of possession. They'll keep on the field as long as they can, and they'll happily go like th- up to three and five and get a little short pass or do. They seem to be working at the moment. Obviously, it mm. won't always work when you're playing as a good team, but if you can keep them off the field, anything can happen. Mm. Yeah, we just couldn't the, get that's what the Niners used to do. Yeah. The Niners used to run right through you and keep you off the field. I mean, you got it's on the field. It's what the Bills did to, to us. They just kept us off the field. Yeah. Okay, and to keep you off the field, you can't do anything. Yeah. So, I think you should try about, and do it to the Patriots. So. The thing about the Giants as well is they seem to have this uncanny knack of winning the big games, you know. I mean, if you look at 07, if you look at 11, who expected the Giants to run all the way to the Super Bowl and then yeah. go and beat the Patriots in it? You know, it was... Uh, they just seem yeah, to have a knack. When they get when they get there, when they know. get when they get a run, when they get good, they get very good. I think is yeah. what's interesting, isn't it? You know, the Giants are either sorry, Johnny, they're either bad, oh or, yeah, yeah, or they're very very good. And it's like there doesn't seem to be a <laughs> there's no middle, middle. There's no middle sort of like nice eight and six, not quite make it, but you know, quite happy. You're either you know two and fifteen, or you're winning the Super Bowls. It's it's, it's you say that. Okay. You'll so take I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Bloody right, there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting as well. I mean, you, you talk there about sort of who the best sort of teams in there are. A lot of mention of sort of, um, you know, the, the Cowboys and the Eagles. I mean, am I right in thinking that the Giants have only played one divisional game so far? And that was the one game that they lost this season? I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's weird. And yeah. it? it sort of seems like the NFC, uh, you know, sort of the NFC East is all of a sudden 
like is it good like i mean because I'm, I'm looking at sort of the stats now and i mean like you know uh I, I don't think any team from the nfc no team from the nfc east not not even the you know not even sort of the eagles are, are in the sort of top like quarter of the league in terms of points scored so it's not like these mm-hmm. offenses are potentially sort of you know enormously explosive i mean on on paper they look explosive but i mean oh, no. i mean when, yeah. when you love the, the top score teams like the NFC East is not really typically among them. So it's interesting to sort of see if they'll be able to sustain records, um, you know, when aren't necessarily always bring up huge points. It's the yeah, three defences there, isn't it? Those three defences are very strong. You know, the Giants are sneaky good in defence and uh, the Cowboys are flying again there. Yeah, they've got one of the best defences, the Cowboys. Yeah, it's the yeah, defence. And, you know, they all say that defences win your championships and, and that Dallas defence is, is good at the moment. So that's keeping them in it. And as you say, you look at the divisional record, the, the risk that the Giants have is Dallas have a better divisional record. So, you know, if they start to get closer to you, then that's going to be a little bit... Well, we'll play them on look, Thanksgiving, but that's a bit fun. But that's the thing. I'm looking at your schedule. You know, you're, you're seven games in and you've only played one divisional game. Yeah, we have a whole spate of games. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to be back and forth between the division towards the end of November or something, isn't it? Well, that's why I didn't expect us to win so many games. We've had a few tough, well, should have been tougher games, and obviously we battled on this weekend to win, losing two fifths of the offensive line in the first quarter, and then losing Bellinger to a poke in the eye, and he could be out for a few weeks. He's in surgery. Mm. Sounds yeah, yeah, he's had surgery on a. Is it a fracture? And then obviously, eyeball or something. Yeah, something, something, like something behind the eye. They've got to do surgery on it, I think. And yeah, and we don't know how long Neil's going to be out for or the other guy. And it's just, and Robinson went out for a bit as well, but he came back in. So it was, mm. it was looking pretty ominous for a bit. And until the uh, Etienne fumbled, I didn't really think we were going to have a chance. Of it. But they got the, they got the recovered the fumble, and obviously. The, one of the really strange disrupting the jerseys because I've ever seen in my life is a bit of a weird one too. Oh, that was that's uh, yeah, those yeah. Mm. I mean, we've had a we've had a spate of dodgy roughing the passer calls, and that yeah. one was like, you, what? Yeah, <laughs> what? Did, he, he literally like got a finger on the corner on the jersey, yeah, finger yeah. like that, and it was like, oh, that's roughing the passer. It's like you have got to be kidding. Can't touch them. At the same time, there, there, was, too, though, so. there was a uh, pass, pass interference missed on one of the Giants as well, uh, on one of the Giants' defence a bit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose swings and roundabouts in terms of, you know, calls. You can, all, you can always pick on dodge. You can always pick on the, you know, the guys in black and white for, oh, you should have never called that or this one or that one, you know, over the course of what you hope is that over the course of the season it balances out, but just say it may even balanced out within the actual course of the game. Yeah. So Craig, how are you feeling about your boys this week? Because I know you've got a an easy game this week, haven't you? Is there an easy game? Well, whoever's playing us has got the easy game this week, Gary. It's uh, honest. It's just it looks so disjointed at the moment. You know, it's they don't the offense just doesn't seem to have an idea. They don't seem to fancy playing in the second half at all. And it's uh, it's very worrying now. It's you know two two three. You know when we were at three and one, and then it went three and two. You're thinking, oh, that's fine. It's still you know. And then you could they come to London and lose. Ah, they were traveling. They've not done it before. You can make excuses up. You know. But the excuses have to end now. Losing to the Jets at home and then losing to Washington, it's just not good enough. Uh, the the offense all over the place. I don't even think they know what they want to do. You've got your experienced quarterback calling for simplifying plays in public. Yeah, it's not a good look. Is it? It's not, it doesn't make doesn't make the rest of the offense feel great if the, the QBs are going. Let's just play simple because these guys. What it's almost like saying these guys can't read. These the guys play. aren't good enough. Yeah. So, so I mean, who 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 do you think is the biggest problem? Do you think it's the play calling? Do you think it's Rogers, or do you think it is just the fact that perhaps the skill necessarily overly skilled? Honestly, I think it's Rogers now. I think uh, we're at that stage where his ego has not been a problem till now. He's always had his kind of Devontae Adams. He's had that. He's had, you know, he's had, you know, before that he had Jordan Nelson. He's had all kind of had Cobb there. He's always had one guy who he's, he's latched onto. 
and he doesn't have that this year, and I think his ego isn't accepting it. So I think the 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 the, the problem starts there. We need Rogers to kind of decide what he wants to do. Does he want to make a push? We are only three and four. The season is not over. It's got a long way to go. And it said, "Does he want?" You're at to- the bills. You're at the bills on Monday, though. So let's sum you're three and five. Maybe, maybe. Although you know what, that, yeah. that's the sort of game where you think they're they're dead to rights, and, and they're and they going well. Yeah, Rogers will come out and just come out and just sling it. Him there. and him and Lazard will just suddenly click together, and you know it'll be. And that, if, if, if you would like, I'll definitely take your money for that because I absolutely do not see them causing it. I'm, yeah, I mean, like, neither that. To be honest, I don't see as you know. I, I think we'll go and we'll. I don't think we'll get a battering. I think we'll hang on in there in the first half, and then you know the second half will disappear again, probably. But it's one of those ones where if we just we just need to look at last year and your team, Sam. I mean, about this stage of the season, remember the Rams were in a bit of disarray back, you know, and it was all oh, where are we going and what we're we going to do, and then but they, you got OBJ. Yeah. You find a big one, you, you pick up a player, you find a big one, and it kicks your season on, and you go on and you end up winning the Super Bowl. You know, it, it's mm. one. Of, I mean, I remember when you came to Lambeau last year. It was oh, a we, looked ter- we looked terrible at Lambeau. We were absolutely awful. It's one yeah. of the worst games I've saw us play last year. But yeah, it's we we went on to win the Super Bowl when I mean, we started pulling out results out of nowhere. And it said, that's what I keep, I keep trying to tell myself, it's only week seven, you know, that is it's week seven of an 18-week season. Nothing's won and nothing's certainly lost yet, you know, it doesn't yeah. look good, we're a bit disjointed, but there's time to get it together and that's what I'm hanging my hat on now. I mean, all, all you've got to do is look at the, how the Patriots pretty much run every single season. They didn't start well and they slowly got better and better and better and then just won games when it mattered. Got to, got to the playoffs, won the playoffs, and won the, the Super Bowl. Won, that's won the lot, that's yeah. just how they did it. And, you know, I think it's, I think probably the Packers is a completely different situation to how the Bills, uh, to the pa- pa- Patriots were, because they were in a bit more of a stable situation. But, you know, all it takes is for, you know, Romeo Dobbs or, you know, Lazard to just suddenly step up and just be, and make that sudden click with, you know, with Rodgers. Yeah. And you could start flying. Absolutely. Well, yeah. or, 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 or potentially sort of, I don't know, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be fit again soon. I mean, surely that has to be a guy that they must be looking at uh, and, you know. Make won't happen, Sean. We don't do it. We don't do it. It will not happen. That's not a trade. Not on those. You'll go and get somebody like Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Who's, he's knocking around from the Patriots. Happen. That would be more of a Green Bay move. I mean, he'd fit oh, that, in right, but yeah. he's not. He's fit in well, though. That's a problem. Yeah, and he's not. But he's he not a good that game flashy. Yeah. yeah, he's not that big flashy signing that maybe you need. But then you get, did you say something? You know, all I, he I, takes I, is I, I don't even think to it's kind of catch a ball. Yeah, but I don't even flashy. It just needs to be someone who actually. I mean, you mentioned there about sort of how how he's always had this sort of a, a clear number one. I think is that not what he needs? I mean, a, like. I know that he's coming off an injury sense, but as you say, it's it's a very un-Green Bay move. But I mean, at the sort of NSC sort of, you know, picture, it's 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 still right up for grabs. But I do think the need to you know bring someone in really rather than sort of just rely on what they've got. I mean, I know it's not a uh, well. Again, this probably is a bit more of a flashy pick, and it's certainly someone that, if I was in Green Bay's position, that I would look at is DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he would. You know, he's he's not a bad wide receiver. He's in a very bad situation. Give him a decent quarterback. I think he would produce. And I, I think that that, that would that would give you know it would. I think it would appease Rogers and probably stop him. You know. Wittering on about the fact he's going to retire at the end of the season. Yeah, okay. or is he? Or isn't he? Or isn't he? Or isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite funny when that came out after our conversation last week. You know about yeah. him throwing his toys out the crown, and then there it was. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm retiring at the end of the season. It's like uh, until three weeks, in another three weeks. So you're not because how is that going to affect Green Bay's strategy? How is that going to affect all the other players on that Green Bay team? It's like, well, is it? Is he saying it to one big push for a Rod? Let's really go for it. Or is it going to go in the opposite way, Craig? And everyone's just going to go, like, fuck, he's going. And, you know, so, 
Yeah. I don't, I, to be honest with you, I think that it, it's the latter. I think the players have had enough of it. I think that the backroom staff have had enough of it. I think Green Bay are ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers now. I really do. Hmm. I mean, how long has Jordan? How long has Jordan Love sat on the bench now? This is third year now. I mean, you think it? You think I, if the Packers lose the next five games, they're bringing Jordan Love into Rodgers to ever? No, I think they'll let him see out the season for sure. But I do think if we lose on Monday night to the Bills and we go three and five, you could kiss bye bye to any sort of trades that happening because we ain't going to give up next year's collateral on a. On a a swing for the fences, yeah. I mean, you're reading about. You you could always look at, you know, I don't want to use, I don't like the fact that teams will look at tanking, but I mean, the idea of, you know, just stick with Rogers. It's not going to work out. You're probably going to be, I don't know, seven and eleven. No, don't make the playoffs. Have a reasonably good pick, and then trade up and get one of the quarterbacks in the in the draft. Yeah, I mean, if if you know Rogers is going to go, that that would be a potential route you could go. Yeah, and it's, yeah, I really believe that we only drafted Jordan Love in the first place in the first round just to wind them up, and it worked because it drove yeah, got the, you got an MVP season out of him, didn't you? So two, it kind of, two in a row, you know. So two in a row, I, yeah. I really believe that's why we drafted him. It was just to say, do you know what, you just knuckle down and go on with your job because we've got your replacement here. And mm-hmm. if you go back to Brett Favre, that's kind of what we've done with Aaron Rodgers. You know, and that's kind yeah. of where Alf's toys came out the pram a little bit towards the end. <laughs> and, you know, and then he, he ended up moving on to the Jets and then the Vikings. You know, and yeah. I mean, there, you go, there, there you go, Sean. There's your quarterback for next year at the coach. You can have Well, I mean, I'm just sort of looking at sort of um, Rogers' cap numbers though, and I, th- I think I mean he, he got a contract. This summer just gone, did he not? I mean, a three-year one. Yeah. I mean, do, do you know? Do you know? Have have a guess what the cap hit would be for twenty twenty-four, admittedly, so twenty twenty-three. But if he retired, if he if he moved on after the twenty twenty-three season, his dead cap uh, hit. Have a guess what it would be, just in terms about, of million. About thirty million. Sixty-eight million dollars if they move on from him. Uh, you know, after, just after the twenty twenty-three season. I mean. Basically, yeah, is that not if you move on, no? Uh, it says if he retires or if or if, or if uh, Green Bay won. So, yeah. oh, if he retires, we get the cap hit too. Yeah, so he's are in a bit of a bad spot Ouch. in 2024. That, that's, that's a very that's a very similar position to what um, the uh, the Saints were in with Drew Brees, wasn't it? Because they yeah. took a massive hit. Um, yeah. At the end, I think it was, was it 35 million. I know it wasn't as big as 68, but it was. It was around the 30, 40 million mark. But yeah, I mean, it's a whole kick they... down the road to put a good team around them, stuff, you know, and that's, uh, that's where you end up, unfortunately. I, 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 I think, I mean, I've, my, I, I don't have a high opinion of Rogers as a person. I think he's, he is a bit of a prima donna, and I think he has been extremely harsh on, you know, the players like Romeo Dobbs, who, you know, they're expected to pick up the baton in their rookie season, and it is it is difficult to make that step up from college to NFL. Especially a quarterback like that, Sam. You mm. know, a quarterback who isn't turning up for the preseason the stuff. And stuff yeah. Seems mm. to be very, very aloof and not a kind of guy's guy. You know, who's hanging about with him and and trying to get to know him and stuff. He just doesn't seem that way. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't strike you as a locker room sort of leader, does he? He kind of he no. strikes you. He, he he's there. He's throwing stuff. He's expecting them to have taken that step without giving them any hands up, without helping yeah. them or doing anything to help them up that step. It's just like yeah. you should now be here. It's like, hang on, we've literally just come out of a college game. Everything's yeah. faster. Everything's bigger. Everything's speedier. You're not it's, helping. It's, you're not turning up and letting us know how you throw it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And I think was it Watson in the first sorry, Sam, but I'm just trying got this thought in my head, I need to finish it. Was it in the first game where you had was it Watson click or was it Watson that dropped it, yeah. And he's not and had a like, sense. Yeah. And you know, that's like he's he's deliberately almost holding a grudge there. You know, it's his first pass in the NFL, of course he's gonna be nervous, of course, all that stuff. And yes, it was a walk-in touchdown if you caught it. But you don't then just ostracize your player completely and leave him. You know, it's not. It's hardly worth him even turning up for a snap count right now because he knows he's not getting the ball thrown to him. 
I mean, what, he's, been what, hurt, he's been hurt for two weeks, but before that, it was when he was getting the ball, it was just a wee dump off, and that that was yeah. the best he was getting. And a couple of runs out the backfield screens, stuff like that. You know, it was uh, he's not had a bomb thrown to him since. Was was Watson second round pick or first? No, uh, second Late round first. pick. We moved, we yeah. moved up for him. We moved yeah. up in the second round to get him. So, I mean, he's a second round second round pick in a draft is a relative. I mean, he's. That, that shows you that there is a, a relative promise that he's going to be a, a good wide yep. receiver. And you've basically just stunted his progress after one throw. And, I, yep. you know, that that for me, I mean, if I was a Packers fan, I'd be wishing for him to leave. <laughs> but, you know, and it's one it's a difficult situation because he's done, he has done a lot for, for the Packers, I suppose, in the past. But, you know. I mean, he's, 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 he's got them so far, hasn't he? He yeah. should have more rings. It's they should have more rings. Yeah. You know, is he the, you know, he's got, unfortunately, he also has that, you know, playoff choke tag because mm. you've got there so often. And, and as unfortunate for him, you know, I, you know, you can't blame Roger. When you look at some of the losses that we've had in the championship games, I mean, all we had to do was recover an onside kick. James Jones, grab the ball. You're in the Super Bowl, sir. Even not, that he not, that, not, that he's, not that he's bitter about that. He's holding on to that. Well. <laughs> I had to buy a new television the next again day. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, so, I mean, it's not, it's not obvious, and he should have a couple more rings. But the fact of the matter is he doesn't, and there has to be a reason behind it. And I think a lot of the reason behind it is... Aaron Rodgers, to be honest with you. Does he go Aaron Rodgers being A-Rod rather than just being Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback? Yeah. Well, he's also going to lose the running game in January. So, again, they don't run the ball enough. They've yeah, got they to seem to forget. Back, they? Come the playoffs, when it's cold, instead of running the teeth at the people, they try and throw the ball. And it doesn't really help. Like, so. No, no, it doesn't. Okay, you've got oh, yeah. two good running Craig. backs. Excuse me. So. And Craig, as Craig's mentioned, you know, the, the Lambo home field advantage doesn't seem to actually be that much of an advantage when you get deep into the playoffs somehow. It's almost the opposite end. It ends up too much pressure. Yep, I'll take crawling in at the back end. Thank you very much. I think that gives us more of a chance, to be honest. Crawling at the back end as a wild card and go on the road, go down to the sun in California or go down somewhere nice and warm. Maybe it will work or, out. Or, or a nice dome with no wind and no rain. Mm. No, no... So how do you feel about this? You guys running all over the Seahawks and the Seahawks running all over you this week then, Johnny? Could be a you think it's gonna be a, a, a run fest. Well, yeah, it could well be like because Walker is one I I loved Walker. I loved him when he played for Spartans and it's just proved how good a runner he is now because that some of the cuts he was doing is like watching Barclay. So mm. the def- defenders could be like no no which way to go with the amount of cuts that these two players have been doing on the weekend. But could be a few high ankle sprains yeah. coming from that game. But then, obviously, luckily it's not the Giants, so they would be. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but Jones, they've got some nice design runs for Jones as well, which did, mm. did well this week. So he got 100 yards or yeah. something this week, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he got a lot of yards. He had 100, 106 yards and a touchdown and Barclay was 112 or something like that. So it's a bit... And he didn't fall over once, Johnny. He did well, run he did, out of steam he or stumble. But he did, get a, he did get a slight clip, but it shouldn't have been enough for him to fall down there. He would have been a long touchdown. Like, but, yeah. but who cares? He's the never, he's never going to live that down. No, never. So, I mean, from Sam and I's point of view, we kind of really, this week, we want you to kind of give the Seahawks a bit of a battery to level the West up again. I mean, because it's well, going to be try, a big right, game. But mm. I did say last week there was a good chance we'd lose to the Jags, and we nearly did. So. Mm. You're snatching victories nice, nice from the jaws of defeat. It, it seems to be that way. So eventually, luck's going to run out. But so the, the defensive line is pretty good, and they're getting to the they're getting to the quarterback. They might not hit them, but they're hurrying them, the pressing passes, and they're just the issue with that. Run. Yeah, the issue with that this week is Gino's quite mobile. So if he, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's playing pretty well as a veteran journeyman, whatever you want to call him. But he's, oh, you know, he's using his legs well. His last two games haven't been his best two. You know, I mean, he started the season off hot, mm. but the last two weeks has not been as good. It looks like he might lose Metcalf. 
Yeah, it looks like a dodgy back, so. I think they, they say Lock that they thought up, he was so. going to be for, for Metcalf. They, I think a lot of people are expecting season ending. I think he's he's only going to miss a couple of games. A couple of weeks. So but Lockett's banged up as well. He almost never made the game last week. So Yeah. So, we'll so that, that leaves people. that basically you know, does leave does leave Walker and Goodwin. Is it Goodwin <laughs> or Goodwin? Yeah, no Marcus Marcus Goodwin. Just about, I seem to be trying to add Marcus Goodwin this week. <laughs> <laughs> get, get him on the waivers somewhere. So, Sam, how do you think you're coming off the the bye week? Your guys have had a week yeah. to get healthy and fit. I know you're hoping for. Your, uh, I think I think we're one. looking at four four players off the IR. We're getting Brian Allen back at centre, which I think is going to be massive mm. for us because I think that whole low, I mean, too very whole low lines a pile of nothingness. <laughs> but I think having Brian Allen back will help because um, he does seem to have a good rapport with Matt Stafford. Um, Van Jefferson's back, which I think is going to be absolutely huge. That'll be a good one. You've been waiting for that, haven't you? Yeah, Co- Kobe Durant's back as well at cornerback. And so is Troy Hill. So we're looking at having four back, which is good, mm. um, which should, you know, help that. I, I don't think the defense has always needed as much help, but I think if we can play out the backfield the way we did against the Panthers, I know it is it's the Panthers, but if we can, you know, try and just different things, you know, having Skoranek coming out of the backfield, having Brandon Powell, you've got. Henderson, Malcolm Brown. We were just trying different things rather than just being the same pattern. Stick to just, something. Mm. Yeah, it's it might help us a bit because I know that. I mean, in terms of you, as a defense, I think looking at San Francisco against the Chiefs, having different plays all over the place, it did cause a bit of trouble for you. So I think yeah. if if you you know if you want to try something new, if we if we went with the same stuff, we're going to lose. So we need to try something new. Yeah. And I think, you know, what better time to do it coming off a of bye week fresh, you know. Divisional rival. Yeah, divisional yeah. rival and just, you know, try something new. It, you're going to lose that match, likelihood is, so why not just give it a go and see if we can sneak a win. Yeah. And for our point of view, you know, your CMC boost, we have an extra week to kind of maybe play and scheme him in a little more, even though he kind of jumped straight in and seemed to be, you know, like a fish to water when he was with us. But I think, you know, we did look weak in the interior of our defensive line. I think we're missing Armstead and Kinlaw. I don't think Kinlaw's coming back from that knee injury, to be honest. I think I think he might not suit up again. He's in that kind of situation with those knees. I don't think he's ever going to be properly right, which is a real shame because the man's a beast. But I think his body just can't, you know, his knees can't hold up to it. So I think we're, we're weak in the middle of our defensive line, which, as you say, Sam, if you capitalise on that, thump it up the middle slightly differently it will open up because yeah. that's what the Chiefs did you know they ran on us and they ran on us and they ran on us and then when they wanted to they could throw whenever they liked because we were biting early on the run yeah. and I think that's because we're soft and weak in the in the interior and you know you saw it against the Chiefs you know the Bosa was made to look silly on a couple of runs because they mixed things up. The, the tight end looked like he was going to block and then went out. And then Bosa was suddenly floundering, looking almost like, you know, a rookie. And, you know, that's quite something to do against a player of his calibre. But I think yeah. it's because we were so weak on the outs in the inside, he was over-pressurising and over-running it. And that's something that maybe can be schemed in from the Ram side. So it'll be an interesting one. You know, it was inevitable we were going to be on Sky. It's inevitable we are going to be the Sunday night game because yeah. looking at the slate... What else are you going to show on there? Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm surprised we're in a later game this week, to be honest. But I would, I would quite like us to, uh, you know, I think there's, I did see somewhere that there's talk that we're going to try and, well, I think um, McVeigh's handed out an olive branch to Acres and said that, you know, we're going to try if if we can't find him a suitable trade, we will try and bring him back as a, a program, and we mm. will start, we will. Do what's best for him. So I, I don't think it. I don't think that McVeigh has closed the door on him. But I certainly think it'll be a long way back for him if he wants to be a, a you know a Rams player. But I mean, that, a, I, a lot of a lot of humble pie have to be eaten on both sides. By yeah, I mean, I, I said was it week five? We or just after week five or week six when we, when there was I think it was week six when we talked about the trade. 
and I said that you know there was an image of him where he missed a completely open uh, he had in his peripheral he missed a completely open line which probably would have got him 30 40 yards that's what concerns me is that I don't think yeah. he's top running back quarterback well top running back material um, if he's missing holes and gaps like that and I think you, you mentioned it there was a, a, a three yard gap or a three yard hole in the line and instead of cutting back and taking it he just followed the, the procession yeah. oh, have the run off tackle rather than cutting back so it's those kind of difference making things that will highlight and raise people above and that's as you say Johnny what Saquon's cuts and you know Walker's cuts kind of do they do throw the defence off of off of their game and throw them off kilter yeah, and he's quite good at fumbling the ball too, doesn't help. So. <laughs> and then you've got so, yeah. Robinson going and, and, and nearly cost, yeah, but nearly yeah. cost in the championship when he fumbled on the goal line, you know what I mean? Just, mm. you, you got to wonder, you know, where, where jo- as you say, eh, Sam Robinson going to the Jets, you know, not Akers. It's, you know, they've been punting about for a trade for a while. There, there has to be something there as to why they've not found one yet. Especially, as you say, with the Jets losing Hall and then going to Robinson and not coming to Akers. Is the cost too high? Is he asking for too much? I I honestly think that people... I think people have seen... not seen enough from him. And I think that's the worry, is that we're either going to have to sell him on the cheap and just cut our losses, or, you know, there's that... You know, element of right, humble pie rehab properly because he did rush back last year, and maybe he's not. Yeah, and maybe that. just you know, I mean, he's he's he is that sort of. He's not a, he's not a big fullback. He's you know he's he's the sort that's you know he's quick on he's meant to be quick on his feet. You know, like sort of yeah. similar to like I don't know, like a, yeah, like a Jonathan Taylor sort of you know, kept, uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire those sorts of players, and he needs to show that he can hit those gaps and you know catch the ball out the backfield and do something with it and use yeah. his pace rather than you know trying to bulldoze through a 350 pound defensive lineman i mean it might work once or twice but you keep doing that then injuries are just going to mount up and you know you can't your body nobody's body can really take that can they yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but henderson's the starter so focus on him mm. that's um... Next man up. Next man up as it needs to be. That's how it should be. But yeah, it, it, it does certainly seem like a lot of the a lot of the NFL are on next man up at the moment, aren't they? There's a lot of injuries going down for the main starters, you know. And Zappi yeah. and Erlinger, as we talked about now, you know, the, I think is Pickett still quarterbacking it? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's back in, yeah. He's back in, so you know this it does seem like Wilson out and uh, whoever Wilson's, it was quarterback in the Denver Broncos last week. Right, 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 yeah, the Bucks look close to imploding to me. They yeah. look. Yeah. I saw break, something break. on Twitter. Somebody asking about you know a three and four team that you look like are going to com- implode completely. Sorry, Craig, your team got mentioned a couple of times. I'll be but, yeah, and then and and a three and four team who look like they're close enough to going deep. And I was like, well, the Bucks look like they're about to just implode completely. Mm. And I kind of obviously with my Niners face on was like, well. The, I think the Niners have got a chance of going deep with it from their three and four. We went three and five last year and went right away near enough to the end. Yeah. So, you know, I think now with CMC, a bit of time to, you know, scheme him in. Yes, we've got a chance of going deep. But I do think the Bucks look close to just imploding and just, you know, being a, a not even winning the South. And as you say, nobody seems to want to win the South, but you would automatically, you'd, you'd kind of want yeah. Bucks and then who else? But I think it's actually quite cute that all the uh, older quarterbacks have decided to implode in the same season, you know. It's nice, isn't it? They've all just gone off. Rodgers and Wilson and Ryan and, you know, it's like they've all decided that we'll all go bad in the same year. <laughs> what, what year should we just pull the plug? 22? Yes, do it. Yes, do this one. 22, let's go. 22. <laughs> let's do this one. Have you all got a time contract? You've all got a big cap hit. You've all got a massive signing bonus, right? Yeah, just, you're, all, yeah, you're all going to screw over franchises at the same time. Let's go for it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I thought, I think what Russell's done is brilliant. He screwed it, you know. 
dropped the ball, left, left the Seahawks in the lurch, and now suddenly thinks, well, 260 odd million from Denver, and then we'll just, yeah, tank. Well, well the Seahawks have got Gino, so. In Gino, in, in Gino yeah. they trust, it seems. And yeah. Gino, Gino at the moment, why not? Gino for MVP, the way he's playing. He's got to be in the Pro Bowl votes, isn't he? Let's be yeah, honest. From, nobody else is in it. Jalen Hurts, yeah, Jalen Hurts and Gino. Who else are you going to put in? Yeah, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't played in prime time yet. We know as soon as you get a late night game for the, the yeah, Cooper Coo- Coo- Rush. We'll <laughs> one from the AFC. Yeah, they've got plenty. They don't. Got to say, I mean, obviously we know Sean. Obviously, you were talking about Erlinger earlier. I mean. Being a, a Longhorns fan, I am kind of excited to see how he does. Um, and I, I do really hope he hits the ground running and not hit the ground flat on his face. Sort of thing. <laughs> I, I, I sense one is more likely than the other. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. the biggest thing coming into the, the that draft year um, was people were saying that he, although technically gifted, he didn't have the power to to match up to the, NF, to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um and the sort of the quickness that he needed in terms of his brain choosing, his sort of scheme choosing and that. And I think maybe, you know, two years in the NFL as a backup's backup might have helped. <laughs> I'm I'm just wishing he does well. It's <laughs> a real silver lining. You're really yeah. stretching for that silver yeah. lining there, aren't you? Yeah. I'm just I'm just wanting him to do well. And I think, you know But maybe I mean maybe the fact that he's gone with Erlinger over Foles means he is tearing it up a bit in practice that we're not seeing, you know, as a fan, you only see the game day. So maybe they he is, you know, letting rip in practice and he is really showing up. So it makes sense Good. to try him as well. I mean no, this point what you get with Nick Foles and, and don't get me wrong he obviously won a Super Bowl but I mean you sort of think well if, if you're not going to play this guy now you're never ever going to play him so I, I see why they made the decision and then you know, it's it, it's got potential but frankly the has disaster potential now so why not I mean genuinely why not roll the dice yeah yeah. If he's young enough and he might be the future, and as we say at the beginning, you know, if there is going to be the long-term strategy and philosophy and they're going to run with him for the next couple of years, then you've got to kind of blood him. You've got to see what he's got. You've watched him in practice. You've watched him as a backup's backup. Then you know, you need to see if he's got what he's got is put him in the fire. You'll then be able to decide whether you actually need to go and actually go out and get another quarterback then. The worst that can happen is they lose games, and if they lose games, they'll get an early draft pick, and if they get an early draft pick, they might find their new, their new uh, locker or new Manning, you know? So it's, it's uh... I mean, when you look at sort of who they've got in the next few games, they've got Washington at home. Uh, it is, you know, it's sort of it's it's not the most, you know. I mean, I'm not saying that those teams are bad, but they're not. It's not exactly like he's going against the Chiefs or the Bills. Let's put it that way. So, Washington, Washington's is a win a, a very winnable game, but it also, mm. I mean, you you could have said that about them against about Washington against uh, the Packers. Been there. <laughs> Look how that turned out. <laughs> Thank <so>. you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> You see, the problem we have is we only play for 30 minutes. You know, Washington played for 60 minutes and we played for 30. So the same as the Giants played for 60 minutes when we played for 30. The same as the Jets played for 60 minutes when we played for 30. Seems to be a bit of a pattern forming there, Craig. You know? I, can, you, I, I can't even see it. <laughs> but yeah, so if, we, if we can turn up for 60 minutes, we might have a chance of winning another one, but... I wouldn't read too much into that in terms of Washington being a better team because they beat. You know, I just we just didn't come up on the day. I mean, I mean, you could read into that. So, you know, the Colts beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs just battered us. So, I mean, where do you where do you pick yeah, and but, choose? It's it's just the the, the the joys of the NFL, I suppose, isn't it? And you can't any any give it Sunday. You've got to love it, gents. Almost at the hour. It's been a it's been a blast talking to you, Sean. Nice of you to jump on. <laughs> Please feel free to well, come back and lament. We'll go maybe see you a bit better next time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> time I might even... No, thank you. Very much. It's been a, yeah. I think a good conversation. I mean, actually, we're focused on my team's son, but for was here as well. All bands. You played a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, gone into, he's gone into the TARDIS or something, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> 
So, Craig, you're a bit more than welcome, Sean. Is that hopefully next time, if you can uh, get a better signal where you are or something, and it's not so jerky, we can hear you properly. More than welcome to come back, and we can lament. We can lament about the ongoing saga that is the Colts. Craig, best of luck against those Bills on Monday. I think you might need it. I think or Tuesday, Tuesday our time, if you like, whatever time it ends up being. Johnny, we'll see if your radio silence. Yeah, if, yeah we'll if, try. He, if he turns up. And Sam, I'm not going to say best of luck for Sunday, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, but I uh, hope we all have a good game. And gents, it's been a pleasure as always. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. Grand. Good night, everyone.